The message you are about to listen to is from the Household of David Mercy Conference 2022, themed Fullness of Joy. Be blessed as you listen. Shall we together this night welcome together Apostle Mike Oroko. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you excited? Are you expectant? If you are, give the Lord a shout. Come on, shout glory. It's an honor to be here this evening. The procession has begun already in the spirit, so I wouldn't want to do so much of administration. But I'm sincerely humbled to be here to minister to God's people. Thank you, sir, for having me. Can we please celebrate again Pastor Shola and Pastor Abigail Oshuma Kinde? Thank you so much. It's truly an honor. I don't take it for granted. When you go to minister for a senior minister, you know it's a body. It's a body. It's easier when you are with your colleagues. And um, when senior ministers ask you to come minister, you are humbled sincerely because it's not um it's not that they don't have many options better options god just decided to pick you out and so i'm grateful for the opportunity thank you very much sir i want to salute you i want to salute every minister in the house this evening thank you for coming to share fellowship god bless you richly i pray that the lord will speak to us even tonight in the name of Jesus. And so when God's servant said he didn't know the direction Pastor Lawrence would take, I was praying that he would sing. But uh, he came up and exhausted all the scriptures on joy. So I will tell you stories. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Please celebrate Evangelist Lawrence and Pastor Coswell. Such a blessing. Thank you so much. If you are ready tonight, lift your hands toward heaven and talk to the Lord from the depths of your heart. Just whisper something to the Lord and talk to Him now. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty on your throne. You reign, you ancient Zion King. Kadosh, Kadosh. You are mighty on your throne. Break forth, O fountains of the deep. Cry out, God, oh, you are mighty on your throne. You reign.
for tonight. Take all the praise, take all the glory. Do that which only you can do tonight and take all the glory. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'll just share briefly. Okay. I'll just share briefly tonight and then trust God to walk out the protocol of joy. I know teachers have come. Great teachers will yet come. That will take time to do a thorough exegesis. So I want to tonight trust the Lord to work out something that happens when joy is in the atmosphere. And so I will not do so much of teaching. We've received the word already. But just to usher us into the possibilities that we'll be trusting God for tonight. Meanwhile, this man must chant this night. <laughs> no matter how we do it, he must chant this night. <laughs> Thank God for the word, but the chanting must come in abundance. Praise the Lord. I want to begin tonight from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, in order to give perspective to the subject of consideration. This piece of architecture called man is a product of very deep divine intelligence. Most times, man or men should actually sit down and be taught what man is. You know, when David began to gaze into the vistas of the heavens, one of the things that happened to him was a realization of how strange this being that God took time in the studios of eternity to factor out of wisdom what he is about. And he screamed and he said, What is man that thou art mindful of him? As a prophet, he had access to the realms divine. And he must have interacted with certain celestial beings. You know, when you are prophetic, one of the edge you have is sight. And so when a prophet begins to wonder, having looked at the plethora of creations, and he did not pick out an archangel, because when you look upon the archangel, they are strange. When you see Michael, he's a weapon of war. Every dimension of his framework reveals power and strength. We have access into scriptures and a little was told us about Lucifer the son of the morning before he fell. And the glory that he carried. He beamed like the sun. They said that he they factored into him were instruments of music. You can find keyboards, string instruments, drum instruments, wind instruments. So the creatures of heaven are strange. In fact, Revelation chapter 4 gave us another sight and he began to talk to us about the four living creatures that had the face of a lion the face of an eagle the face of an ox and the face of a man so they are 
so many terrible beings in heaven. And for David not to wonder at any of these creatures, rather coming down to say, what is man? I saw the angelic realm. I considered their ranks from the very heights of Zion. But what I saw about man, I can't explain it. So what is man that you are mindful of him? And you are not just mindful of him, you decided to deck him with glory and honor. Why didn't you put your majesty upon the archangels? Why did you choose man that looked vulnerable? What is this being? So if you don't take time to study what man is, when spiritual realities are altered, you will take it as face value. When God talks about man, it's deep. You know, when he created the world, in Genesis chapter 1, it says, God said, he was just talking and creating. But when he wanted to create man, the community of the Godhead had to converge again. You know, the Holy Ghost can be moving upon the face of the earth. The Father can sit on the throne. The world will be going forth. But for man to be created, let's gather together. There is a wisdom that we must cook out of the death divine that has never been seen. Let us make man in our own image after our likeness. So man does not look like any being. That's why even the angels look upon man with, with awe. Because when man is walking in his true element, the only thing you should see is God. I know we take joy in the fact that we look like Yorubas. They say Yorubas have this shape. They are beautiful. That's, that's mundane. They say Igbos, they are fair. So when you are an Igbo person, it's natural that you will, there will be some glisters. That's mundane. The true essence of man is to mirror God. And so when man is not functioning in that capacity, he has not entered his element. And in the same way, when God begins to talk about a reality that borders on man, you need to take time to study it to understand it. Don't take it by face value. When we say joy, you can't understand joy until you understand man. like that. When you study the way man was built, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, when he said, let us make man, there was a spiritual life that God designed to power the spirit of man. And then in Genesis 2 7, when he created man from the dust, there was another life that he injected into the flesh. And so in Leviticus 17 verse 11, he said the life of the flesh is in the blood. And after he sculpted the earth and put the spirit in him, he said he breathed into the man the breath of life and the man became a living soul. So there is a life that powers the body. 
There is a life that powers the soul. And there is another life that powers the spirit. So when a man is walking, three orders of life is moving at the same time. You can't understand that creature until revelation is given to you. You don't know who you are. That's why a demon can come to your window at night. When you know who you are, you will laugh. Get behind me, Satan. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I think I'm still in the cave. You know, we have come out of the cave. We need to be polite. God bless you, please. Oh my God. Something will fall in this auditorium tonight. Oh, something will fall. You can't go back the way you came. It's not possible. Unless what we are saying is story. If this is reality, you can't go back the way you came. There are dimensions of favor that will mantle some of you just by reason of revelation. You will go out and you will carry energy. Dimensions of energy that can provoke things In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Please sit down. Because you carry three orders of life, every reality you interact with functions at different places. I'm trying to define joy. You see, there is a dimension of ventilation that the body senses. When something good happens to your body, the life of that flesh ventilates. That ventilation that comes from your body, when something good happens to you, is called pleasure. That's the lowest experience in this framework called man. So when you are in an air-conditioned room, you, you feel good. Because it's interacting with your body. There is no way the air condition can touch your spirit. So pleasure functions at the fleshly realm. If all you feel and experience is pleasure, as beautiful as it is, in the realm where it matters, you are called a dead man. That's why in First Timothy chapter 5 verse 6, it says, He that liveth for pleasure is dead while he walketh. That means only the fleshly life is interacting with reality. And when only the fleshly life interacts with reality, no matter how potent it is, in the realms divine, you are dead. And then there's another ventilation that the soulish life experiences. This one is based on circumstances. 
When you hear that somebody gifted you a car, you start celebrating. If that car develops a fault two weeks later, you feel sad. So there is a dimension that can be regulated by circumstances. We call that happiness. It's of the soul. Pleasure is of the body. Happiness is of the soul. Pleasure is regulated by interactions with flesh. Happiness is regulated by the, the multiple vicissitudes of life. If it is good, you release a ventilation that makes you excited. If it is bad, you release another ventilation that makes you feel bad. So pleasure and happiness, they fluctuate. A believer cannot function from that economy. When a believer lives by pleasure, it means he's, re- he's, he's walking only at the lowest realm of life. If a believer functions by happiness, he's living at a higher realm. But that realm is still disadvantaged. Because when the devil wants to frustrate his existence, he begins to touch the things around him. But there is a realm where circumstances cannot manipulate. Joy is the ventilation of the spirit life. It is not regulated by circumstances. So even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. There is nothing that happens that can stagger you. You are like Mount Zion that cannot be moved. Because you are spending from an economy that is eternal. Oh! Please be seated. When we talk about the economy of joy, we are talking about an outflow of the spirit life because of the interactions that happens in the spirit. And so in Luke 1 46, when the word of the Lord came to Mary, she said, My soul doth magnify the Lord because my spirit hath. What the soul is feeling now is a product of what has happened in the spirit in the past. My soul doth magnify the Lord because my spirit hath rejoiced in the God of my salvation. So joy is an economy of the spirit. When your spirit ventilates, what you call it is joy. That's why circumstances can't bend it. That's why situations cannot tie it. You can go through the worst situations in life, but it doesn't show who are you. Because you are living from a realm deeper than time. You are living from a dimension that things cannot affect. So joy is a very spiritual commodity. And that's why only few have it. But tonight, many people will migrate from pleasure, migrate from happiness, and they will begin to walk at the realms of joy. Praise the Lord. Because joy is of the spirit, it cannot be acquired from anything but God. The only source of joy is God. And so there are two things to glean from there. Number one is that joy can change. When a man steps into the frequency of joy, nothing can change him. He will walk and take advantage of everything joy supplies. Every day, every time. 
His life becomes a definition of Proverbs 4.18. The path of the just is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Because the God that sources you joy, He changeth not. And because He changeth not, every good and perfect thing happening to you cannot change. You can use joy to manage your ecosystem. When things go wrong, you can use joy to correct it. When things are right, you can use joy to sustain it. So joy becomes much more than excitement. Joy becomes a weapon in the spirit. You know, my friend was quoting from Psalm 16 verse 11. He said, you will show me the path of life. For in thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, pleasures forevermore. In thy presence, it's only in the presence that you can find joy. In First John chapter 1 from verse 1, he said, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. He said, For the life was in the Father, but was made manifest, and we have seen him. He said, That eternal life that was with the Father from the beginning, is what we are bringing to you. That you may have fellowship with us. He said, these things in verse 4, we have written unto you that your joy may be full. Because joy comes from the Lord. It comes from the Lord. So if a man does not have a relationship with God, he can't have joy. Because joy is not circumstantial. Joy is a product of intimacy with the spirit of joy. It's a product of intimacy with God. So when we teach in a messy conference like this, one of the things we emphasize will be intimacy. And tomorrow I will talk about intimacy. So that people will make joy their habitation. Because when a man dwells in the realm of God, one thing that flows with him is unending joy. That's why I said there is a river that flows from the throne. It said the tributaries make it glad the cities of God. When you find people not walking in the economy of joy, they have no relationship with God. Joy is not a story you tell people. It's a summon to the place of intimacy. Because joy flows from Abba. When the devil wants to destroy you, he disconnects you from God. Because he knows when you are disconnected, you begin to vasculate. And as your life begins to fluctuate, you become a victim. When the devil wants to destroy you, he tries to attack your joy. And the way he does it is to disconnect you from the source of joy. And so many don't know that their greatest asset on earth is not a car. Their greatest asset on earth are not the nations they have traveled to. You know, there's so much poverty mentality in the world today that people derive self-esteem from places they've been to. Meanwhile, while you are celebrating that you have come to the United Kingdom, that same morning, somebody came from the third heaven. You labor night and day to receive a visa to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then from the plane, you are taking selfies. As you land, you go to the Statue of Liberty so they will know that this one, you went there. After the harassment, 
at the embassy. Somebody else doesn't need a visa. He just enters his bedroom. Kaka, regibada kubada, ediatote vevendezusa, ragabatida andakala, robekida. And suddenly, he will say, I was in the eye called Patmos. And I heard a sound from heaven. And he said, come up, Ida. While you are celebrating Statue of Liberty, somebody else heard a voice. And where he went, he said, I am Alpha Omega. I am the one who was, who is, and who is to come. I was dead, but now I live forevermore. The life of the believer is an economy that functions in the presence. And so before you pride yourself with earthly things, make sure you have journeyed deep in the spirit. Because that's where your security is. It's a body. It's a, it's a body. When a man finds joy, one of the ways to vet it is his stability in circumstances. It's not just when he's laughing. You know, Paul said, I have learned how to abound and to abase. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. They are, those are two dimensions of the workings of joy. The first is stability. The second is the power to do all things. If you can, if you can keep your state in abundance and in lack because your economy streams from your spirit, it means you have attain stability in life and if you are able to get there then the second thing that happens naturally is that you can do all things because you are walking by another strength through Christ which strengthens me the energy that powers you becomes the energy of the divine you know when you see Christians going through crisis sometimes the cure is simple but they will not take it if you build a relationship with God sufficient for joy to flow out, you will be amazed you will not remember problems. That's when you will know that the healing anointing is for babes. Because healing is the children's bread. There's an economy you enter that you don't need healing. You walk in divine life. You walk in divine health. Every day it comes out of your spirit. Even while you are sleeping, activities are going on in your spirit. So when you go to rest, God comes and rejuvenates your structure. You wake up every day, you are new. There's a frequency you tap into. You'll discover that word of knowledge is not for everybody. It's for those who have not been able to travel. So they can't see from the crystals of glass. They need a voice to direct them on earth. Most of the things Jesus provided the church is to help babes grow. When we grow, we will stop deliverance services. Because there's a realm you enter where demons don't exist. And one of the ways to attain those possibilities is through the economy of joy. It looks simple, but it's a testimony of where you live from. It's a testimony of the reality of your realm. So it's not just about being moody today and excited tomorrow. 
It's about where you are standing in your walk with God. Because joy is a place. Joy is a state. And joy is a ventilation of a man that functions in the presence. He was reading the scripture, Habakkuk 3.17. This is the testimony of a farmer. All he knows is farming. All he, he does, all he lives off is farming. And then suddenly, Habakkuk 3.17, he looks as if his own natural reality was under attack. You know, when the devil wants to check your stability, what he does is that he attacks your circumstances. Meanwhile, the devil can attack your circumstances if you don't know how to ensure it. Because there is a technology in the spirit of ensuring everything that pertains to you. You know, when they say tight, people say, hey, they want to take our money. They don't know it's spiritual intelligence. That when Abraham gave a tithe of all, it was an insurance policy. That's why Abraham can dare carry 318 men to fight four kings. You don't do that unless you are mad. But if you know that the life and the resources that belong to you are insured, you can carry a stone and go to war. While others are, are looking for earthly fraternity, you know that you are one man, but you are many people. You know, when Abraham wanted to go to war, the Bible said, Abraham divided himself. What technology is that? How can one man become many men? Because there are mysteries that they tap into. They don't walk from their flesh. They have seen the spirit, that architect, that formed the engineering of the earth. Anything they do, work. But that's not my teaching tonight. Here is a man who is a farmer. He said, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vine. He said, the labor of the olive shall fail. The field shall not yield meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be no head in the store. What else are you left with? Tell somebody I'm left with joy. When it looks as if there is nothing else, there is joy else. Because if joy is there, Every other thing can be restored. They say, ah, the bank account is depleted. Your health is under attack. Ah, you are finished. We don't know how to finish. Because him that is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. So even though the earthly things are gone, I am connected to a source. And that source is a river. That's why it's out of their bellies. It didn't say shall flow money. It says shall flow rivers of living water. So long as there is joy, everything can be restored. This man knew. He said, yet, yet. That means the things happening is not a lie. It's not a myth. It's true. He said, yet. I will rejoice in the Lord. And I will joy. Why is he joying? Because when he joys, the salvation dimension of God is activated. There are many dimensions in God. 
I've thought this before. Because before God became creator, God was many things. God did not begin with creation. He predates creation. He is existence. Creation is just one of the ways God wants to be creative. You know, when men want to relax, they play cricket. When men want to relax, they play football. They go to gymnasium and dance. When a God wants to relax, because he's a being of power, one of the ways he relaxes is by creating. He said, let the stars appear. Let the galaxies appear. And then everything he says, that's how a God plays. Did you not read? In the book of Revelation 4, it said, all things were created for thy pleasure. So creation is the way God plays. When he stood, he said, let the stars appear. He appeared. He felt good. The way you, you are watching Messi, he scores a goal, and you, you are excited. A God can't be excited with football. Football is too mundane. When a God wants to be excited, he commands Orion. He commands Arcturus. He commands Mazaroth. He summons the thunder, and they respond to him. Because he's a being of power. That's why he's called Elohim. The Almighty. <laughs> so, that farmer knew, because he's a prophet, that the way to activate, out of the multiple dimensions of God, the way to activate salvation, is to join the Lord. So when things are going wrong, I can activate a dimension that I don't need. But in order to sensitively activate salvation, the only way to out of the myriad of dimensions in God to activate salvation is to joy. That's why in Acts chapter 16 from verse 27, when they threw them in prison, there were many things they could do. They didn't read the Bible. They didn't meditate on scripture. The Bible said they prayed and they sang. Because when a man begins to rejoice, salvation is a dimension that must be activated. So what the devil does to you is that he keeps you gloomy. And then you say, this thing is growing. The size is increasing. You don't know salvation. You stand up, you say, I've applied for the job for five years. It's not working. My brother, what you need to do is to lock the door and enter your room. And when you enter your room, you play the music. And what you are doing is, hey, hey, hey. look at you they'll say wait oh the guy is mad what is happening he's activating a code it's a code it's a code because joy provokes salvation Abraham was barren he prayed from 75 to 99 nothing was working he fasted nothing was working he gave tight nothing was working he now knew there's a way to compare salvation and so the Bible said in Romans 4.18 that who against hope believed in hope that he will be the father of many nations. And he said, Abraham staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. He was strong in faith. What did he do? Giving thanks to God. The child has not come, but I know there is a salvation dimension that giving me a child is a child's place to him. So all I need to do is to just joy, joy. And as he rejoiced, suddenly 
the barren womb of Sarah, life entered there. Suddenly, the important Abraham, life entered there. And what could not happen from 75 to 99? All of a sudden, in one year, the result of one year was greater than the result of 24 years. I know you have looked for a job for 10 years. I know you have looked for a child for 10 years. But when was the last time you danced about the matter? You are invoking and superimposing the spiritual dimension over the natural. Everybody look, look, see what the Lord has done for me.
miracles in the night of wonders the afflictions are about to go the mountains are about to skip like that he said when Israel went out of Israel Egypt he said Judah was the sanctuary Judah means place he said the mountains saw them and went back he said the valleys they skipped like rocks he said Jordan fled Jordan fled Jordan fled the mountains are about to break Arwade Edokabadudwa Farakatwa Zeka Dadina Shadadadaboda Rakiato Evodia Barus Rabua Teato Atwa Ididikabados Rakude Azozoba Adiata Duatato Arrekados Come Rakadia Come on, pray the spirit Spirit, confront that mountain with this door. Confront that mountain. Tell the mountains to go back. Tell the mountains to go back. Balako, Eberanada, Azida Panata. Oh yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Listen. Listen. Isaiah 55 verse 12. See what the Bible said. Put it on the board. Let them read it. Some things are stronger than just a teaching. You have to experience it. You say, for ye shall go out with joy and be led forth by peace. And suddenly, he said, and the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. That thing that was a challenge will become the basis for your testimony. But they said you have to go out. You have to go out with joy. You have to go out with joy. And so you want to stir joy in your spirit. You want to stir joy. Let the rivers begin to flow. Let the rivers begin to flow. Arakatakabuda kata. Riadada shadoa. Matakibo akatakaboa. Lemos. Parakatona. Alika. Zuda. Tabadadi dada. Radekapano tabadi. Elota. The lungs are disappearing. The lungs are gone. The way you didn't know I came, that's how you will not know how it will go. The closed doors are opening and they are breaking. The doors are opening. The parents are going. The bones are receiving strength. Akado, Erekabata, Shadadadadako, Riakabato, Eyakona. Let the bones speak like that. Let Jordan go backwards. Let Jordan go backwards. The power of God is sitting here now. I see the fire. I see the flame. And so let it run through it. The glory is resting. I am 
There are dimensions that are locked. The gods are about to begin to break forth. Father, now, now, the rivers of life are about to begin to break forth. All over this auditorium, from the front to the back, from the left to the right, let the rivers flow now. Just been healed. 
In the name of Jesus, I speak to your bodies. Receive healing now. Receive healing now. comfort. I came to bring you the dimension. Please stay focused. Things are leaving people's bodies now. A growth just left a lady. Your throat. There's been this pain and it's a growth inside your throat. You've not been able to swallow. It has just been taken. Somebody towards the left there close to that air condition. You couldn't lift your hands. You had a collar dislocation. It's like a, a very, a, it's a dislocation. You're going to lift your hand. Lift it now. You'll just discover you have been healed. Things are leaving people's bodies now. I command eyes to see. I command ears to hear. Doors of favor are opening for people. Doors of favor. Stagnations of many years are being cancelled right now. Stagnations. Stagnations are being cancelled are being cancelled are being cancelled I'm seeing somebody wearing something reddish you had a condition with your heart you have just been healed like a heart palpitation and sometimes it comes with so much pain you literally can't breathe sometimes the Lord just touched you you have just been healed just lift your hands under that atmosphere and receive and receive go ahead and suck it in receive receive growths are leaving people's bodies breast and feet growths are going thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I, I, I just, it just dropped in my spirit. Somebody this way, you've had this issue. I don't know, you can't sit down. I don't know if it's a groat or a pie or something. Somebody from around here, God just, I just saw a quick snap in the spirit. That somebody who is having a challenge sitting. The Lord just touched. Daddy, you are the one. You, you've just been healed. You, you can confirm that now. Please, don't be distracted, please. I'm, I, I deliberately didn't want to flow like this so we don't break the atmosphere. Try to sit down. You discover 
that you have been made whole. Just receive under this atmosphere. Just receive. Just receive. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. I'm seeing somebody from the around 10, 11 row to us on this lane. It looks like you have a challenge with your neck. You couldn't talk. It looks like, I don't know if it's a dislocation of some sort. But I just saw a quick trance. Somebody has just been healed. It's a neck condition. Somewhere there. I don't know. Is there anybody like that? Can you just wave at me? You have just been healed. Turn your neck. You discover you have been healed. Brother on the white. You have just been healed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. We are going to take some testimonies. And pardon me, I will teach tomorrow morning. The word has already come forth. I just wanted to stir you so you receive what the word brought for us. There are many persons who are already healed. But we are just going to dance and praise the Lord for a few minutes. And then we'll take a few testimony and I make some declarations and then we go back. Is that okay tonight? Who is the best praise leader? Who is the best praise leader? An anointed one. Come. Hear me. I was in movie. And I just told them to dance. It was casual like this. You know, people don't respond until they hear one testimony they hear another testimony, then they start closing their eyes. There are moments in the spirit. And there are, there are dimensions that are released with prophetic instruction. A woman was healed of cancer of the breast. Five years. Every other person began to pray in tongues. I said, I didn't say pray in tongues. We only said dance. And they didn't dance because they were stereotyped. They felt they have to pray and pray in a certain way for certain things to happen. God said dance. We are trying to practicalize what we are hearing. So we don't hear many teachings and then we add it on our archive. And we don't experience it. Praise the Lord. And so we are going to dance now. Dance violently. Forget that situation. As you are dancing, you will be shocked. Some of you, your miracle is hanging on you now. As you begin to dance, you will be amazed. Help us now for five minutes. How God's joy, 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 joy. Let's go. 
to use your testimony to put the devil to shame. We are about to use your testimony to prove the veracity of scriptures. That what we teach are not stories. They are real. And so you check your body now. You discover there's been a change. There was a pain on the back. There was a pain on the neck. It's gone. There was a growth. It's gone. There was a bone dislocation. It's healed. There was weakness. There's strength. You want to rush to the front quickly. We may not take all the testimonies, but we just want to look at you and dance and say shame on Satan. Please run to the front, to the right here. You have noticed something. Something has happened. Quickly, quickly, quickly. We have just 10 more minutes. You have noticed the change. Don't hesitate. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Why they are coming up? Jehovah Now. Then two weeks ago, 
both legs were affected. And even if I express it myself, I, I feel this sharp pain. But now as we were dancing, I was eating myself and everything that wants to paralyze you. It goes back to hell. It goes back to hell. <laughs> I'll be bleeding blood, coffee, even when I was sitting there, I was coughing. I'll go to the toilet more than three times. So what happened now? He just left. He just left. It just left. That's how that crisis we just leave. That calamity we just leave. That affliction we just leave. That stagnation we just leave. Somebody give them all the Now, doors are opening. 
is being released. Right now, afflictions are rolling away. Stagnation is ending. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For those of you here who had a growth, which of you had a growth that was dealt with? You had a growth somewhere. Is there anybody here like that? Amongst all of you that came out, is there anybody that a growth left your body? Maybe a growth somewhere in your body. You? What, what, what was there? abdominal pain whenever I pray hard. But while praying, the pain moved from the abdomen, from the abdomen side to the middle side of my could chest. Could you feel it there? Yes, I could feel it moving. Was there something inside? Yes, sir. Like, like a stone form moving from my yes. abdominal side to the middle part of my intestine here. Then immediately the pain left me. Wow. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just lift your hands toward heaven. I want to keep to time. Tomorrow I will, I will teach. The word of the Lord came forth already. I just wanted us to, to stir the river of joy and to receive of the Lord. Every testimony you've come forward to share is established in the name of Jesus. And it is permanent in the name of Jesus. I speak over you. The hand of God will rest upon you today. And the impact of the hand of God will be palpable. As you step out of your house to your workplaces, to your offices, to your businesses, the supernatural dimension of your spirit will begin to affect the natural dimension. You will not struggle to explain your God. By signs and by wonders, you will explain your God to your world. In the name of Jesus. I decree over you today, doors that were shut before you, they are not just opening, they are breaking open. In the name of Jesus, afflictions that have mocked your faith, afflictions that have ridiculed your belief system, because you came under this atmosphere of joy, as you step out, those afflictions will become platforms for your testimony. In the name of Jesus, Go forward and prosper. Nothing can contend with you successfully. From today, you will walk in the experience of a more than a conqueror. In the name of Jesus, everything that pertains to you receives life now. It receives life now. It receives life now. In the name of Jesus, every plan of the enemy concerning you is torn for your advantage. Is turn to your testimony in the name of Jesus. As you go, you will go with joy and joy to the full. And that joy will spread into your families. Family crisis, unending conditions, unending quarrels, unending misunderstanding, unending crisis that have been orchestrated by demons. As you go back today, the joy that flows from your spirit will swallow up those afflictions. It will swallow up those crises. In the name of Jesus, everything that pertains to you in righteousness is blessed. You are blessed. 
and you will be a joy of many generations. So let it be written. So let it be established in Jesus' precious name. Thank you for listening to this message. To find out more about the Household of David, visit our website www.householdofdavid.org. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Mixlr. Or join us for one of our services on Sundays by 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., Wednesdays by 7 p.m., and Saturdays by 7 a.m. at Praise Sanctuary, number 7 Surulere Industrial Road off Adeni Jones, Ikeja, Lagos. God bless you.